of the pre um, pre episode talk in the pre recording when we talked uh-huh. about fantasy football. The pre episode talk um, was mostly football, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blair took like ten minutes longer, uh, so th- <laughs> just talking about the Kansas City Chiefs shitting mm-hmm. the bad, which was bad for both of our teams. So that's yeah. one thing I was because this is what this is what my Sundays are usually like. This is what my Sunday was today as I woke up eleven. Sure. And yeah. then uh, and then I edited a podcast. And then I had lunch and I did the crossword. <laughs> and then I watched four hours, three and a half hours of commercial free football. I have not had a chance to sit down for seven hours of commercial free football since Neve came to visit. And um, that was really fun because we just got like a shitload of snacks and got really high and just watched football for seven hours. Sure, sure. That sounds um, ideal. We, we, we tried to give Moose a bit of our crudité. Like, we you know, we double checked and made sure that the stuff we were giving him was okay. But like, I was like, here, Moose, do you want... Because he was like sniffing at it. I was like, here, Moose, do you want like a piece of broccoli? And I gave it to him and he took it in his mouth. And he walked over to his little doggy bed and he started like digging at the corner. And he like, quote unquote buried the broccoli in his in his dog bed and then i was like well maybe he just didn't like that one so i tried to give him like a like a like a bell pepper and um he did the same thing in just like one of our couches oh yeah uh-huh foraging <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was, I usually, i've never seen him do anything like that before i i usually don't do the full seven hours because that's like that's like a lot but right. uh, usually like my Sunday evenings, like depending on when I get to it, uh, I sit down for most of the first half, and then just as as uh, until I decide that it's time to go to sleep. I, but I, but this is it's just such an insane experience to to watch sports like this, like to have on. I, Mankind like, was not meant to watch sports like 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 on no. Scott's special red zone. This is it. It really feels like you're jacked directly into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I I like I can't even like imagine like so just like on like a baseline level dedicating more than like an hour and a half to watching anything um let alone yeah. a football game yeah but here's the thing right like watching a movie that is longer than ninety minutes is already like pushing it like right. if it's if it's longer than if it's if it gets close to two hours, uh, that's already like a commitment. And if yeah, it's one that's yeah. over two hours, I get to do that like once a month. I manage mm-hmm. to watch a, an actually longer movie, but mm-hmm. but you have to pay attention to that, right? And getting like seven hours of commercial free football is like a perfect like. If you want to pay attention, it's like you know you get straight down to the touchdown, so it's like constant stimulation. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, if you, it, it's the sports equivalent of scrolling TikTok on your phone for seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like you, you either like get the constant stimulation, or you can also just like fully zone out and just sure. take yeah. in the sounds. Sure. And also, and also, also, Scott Hansen is there. Yes. Yeah. Scott I, is there too. And he, uh, and, and he says things like the witching hour when wins become losses <laughs> and losses become wins. It's very he's he's doing he's doing a great job at having like all these little catchphrases where you're like oh he said the thing. I, I'm just critical so support critical for. S- <laughs> <laughs> That's all this podcast is gonna be football and Higur- and, Higur- and also a Higurashi Joker too. Yeah. I'm sure. I think the funny thing about like me watching uh, the Scott Special Red Zone program is really that I like barely even understand what's going on. It's mm. it's really just like absolute base level stimulation sure sure but but the the good thing is that it's like it's every sunday at 
a time that is like pretty doable if you live in Europe. Uh, sure, which, sure, sure. Uh, which was a big problem when I was getting into basketball. Like all the games were, like, I got to catch a game every couple of weeks because they were all like at really bad times for me. Sure, sure. So it's like good to have this one thing on Sundays to look forward to, to just like get get your bl- brain like jacked into the football zone. Sure, sure. I guess just like broadly speaking, I often forget that I know any who watch for entertainment purposes at all ever in any capacity. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it's, like it, it was just so much not a thing up or even in college. And and then and then I remember that like Sarah follows sports and also like a lot of like noise space alumni follow sports as well. Um, Brooks and Eddie are Brooks and Eddie are, uh, Brooks and Eddie are not noise space alumni, but they are completely jock filled. I mean, Eddie already was a jock, but Brooks yeah. br- watching Brooks's metamorphosis into a jock has been beautiful, <laughs> both beautiful and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. intense. People are talking about baseball. People are talking about you know other sports and ba- basketball. Often, They're, these are some of the sports that are happening occasionally online. This is baseball. Some sports. Baseball's almost at. Yeah, it's Three really just out. like fantasy sports is really like the twenty first century gamers' way of getting into sports. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, absolutely. It's it, it's it's so stupid. Like, <laughs> like just seeing seeing these real people generate points for you and then care for that. Um, but also like once you, I don't know. Maybe I'm just the kind of person who takes this shit way too seriously but mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like sweating every sunday to uh, <laughs> d- d- to see the points go up we love to we just love to watch the number go up and i definitely do not still have a espn tab open actually no i said that yeah. facetiously but then i realized no i don't actually have an espn <laughs> tab open right now i'm free you are free, you are I, free. I do not I, I do not have an ESPN tab open. I'm not paying attention to the to the draft of the Pokemon League that I'm in that's going to start in nine Christian <laughs> minutes. I am focused on this podcast and also the fact that the iPod turned 20 yesterday because that's a Wikipedia page that I had open in another browser. The Happy birthday, iPod. Happy birthday, iPod. The iPod is younger than 9-11. I guess, yes. that, yeah. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I just thought it would be more, more young. Younger. I'm sorry, just the... The phrasing of that. <laughs> the phrasing of that is though the iPod was like a response to 9 Well, I just mean, I, I thought, I thought we were talking like 2004 for iPod. Um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a month, it's a month and a half younger than 9-11. That is crazy. That's, There's no reason for that. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Steve Jobs watching the towers collapse uh <laughs> thinking about how much better it would have been for those people if they could have gotten to listen to music like that. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. On MP3 players. i was i was i was thinking that exact same thing but i didn't want to say it because i was like oh is this too dark like, <laughs> you know what no it is not the european i just i just have 20 years of 9-11 respect respecting just having been pumped into my veins by this piece of shit government so even though i have become like i still like love to post about 9-11 like i love to make jokes about it i still have moments where it's like ooh, is that one too far is big bad government <laughs> not gonna like that one <laughs> <laughs> But Steve, but Steve Jobs say, but Steve Jobs looking at nine eleven and saying, "Man, I wish those, I wish the victims had gotten to listen to music as they died." Was is a. I have a great idea that's going to be released in a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, how quick can my yeah. tech, how quick can my tech department turn this shit around? <laughs> hey guys, 
gonna get <laughs> I need this out the... for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. This is what America needs right now. Yeah, to be. Mm-hmm. To to they they needed they needed to be able to listen to the Caesars jerk it out on their and and rejuvenate their pores. Mm. Yeah, I'm so glad we got to the bottom of that. Um, do we get to the top of this episode? Yeah, yeah. Let's do a podcast. Hello, the podcast you are trying to reach cannot currently be reached. Please leave a voicemail after the tone. I'm Sarah. I'm Blair. Hi. I, and we're joined this week by Janos. Hey, Janos. Hi. Uh, I'm Janos. It's me. And I've seen the writing on the wall. And mm. it said, eat pussy more often. <laughs> God, it did say eat pussy more often. Um, uh, uh, welcome to four Welcome of to week four of Schlocktober, the second to last one, and the last Schlocktober that will be released in the actual month of October, probably. Yes, yes. almost if, certainly yes. If... <laughs> um, but, uh, but today is not Halloween. No, not another, not another week. <laughs> it's the 24th of October. It's yeah. Do you remember? Uh... Do I remember the 24th of October, I guess? <laughs> the 24th yeah. of October? Uh, all right, all right, Sarah. All right, Sarah. Well, we watched a film. I was not there for the, and I do not believe Janos was either. So I was also not there for the. So I watched it earlier today with basically no expectations about it, other than it had <laughs> uh-huh. some sort of connection to Nightmare on. Um, and I like this is this was like loved it. I mean, it was like a. It was like I mean, yes, a, but b, it was like. Yeah. being on a sort of like ooky spooky fair ride the entire time yes yes exactly that yeah. is the vibe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um we watched and this 976 evil this yes. week 976 evil directed <laughs> Nine... by robert england mm-hmm. one freddy krueger robert england um he did sorry i know we're, we haven't even introduced this character yet but i just find out that um Susie, the the actress who played Susie. She's got like a, she had a brief history as like a, she did a couple of like other horror movies, a couple other movies, uh, and also this great thing about her career at the end. She was also once a member of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleader squad, but was fired after six weeks for punching a choreographer. That rules. <laughs> great. It was directed by Robert Englund, who directed this one movie in 1988, mm-hmm. and then it, it was. He, he he nailed it immediately so hard that he didn't have to direct anything for 20 more years and then he did another movie in 2008 called Killer Pad. That rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's his entire filmography. Uh, from, stars, the director, from the director's chair, at least. Yes. Not It stars no famous people. None. Um, they all have names that seem like they could be a person. But like, like yeah, I think I think there's another. I think there's like an alternate universe where like Jim Thibod is like a a big name, like like a like not like a huge name, but like I don't know. I feel like I feel like I could see myself saying that name in the same sentence as like Philip Seymour Hoffman or something. Yeah, sure, sure. The guy sure. who plays Hoax, 
Stephen mm-hmm. Jeffries was in a movie called Fright Night, which is apparently like a famous movie from ah, the yes, 80s. Ah, yes, Fright Night, yes. That one's um, about the vampires, I believe. And it was before this movie, so mm-hmm. I, I feel like that it's 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 that that kind of thing where you're like a child star or like a teen star mm-hmm. and it's 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 basically a coin toss whether your career is going to like turn into something right mm-hmm. like i don't know kifa sutherland was in like a few movies when he was like 19 and, That's the, yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. then um, he got a career out of that and then sometimes you end up being in 976 even <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah man it's so the plot of this film just to like uh well it's about um uh so there's these guys um and so i i, ha- I have some, i have it, some very detailed noise i have no idea how to summarize this <laughs> I yeah. just love. I just, I, just, I I I've been taking pretty good notes lately, but I do just love to let you swing in the wind for just a brief moment. I just watched ter- this film. I'm I'm struggling to summarize it, and I don't think it's because of my memory. <laughs> yeah. So this movie opens with uh, uh just some rant, just some jobber getting like run, like running, like and he's in a real, like he looks like shit. Um, mm-hmm. he's like running from something, and he like hears the he sees a payphone ringing down a dark alleyway. And he's like, uh, I guess I'm going to go do, I guess I'm going to go grab this. And he grabs the phone. And is there anything on the other liners that just fucking explode? No, I think it, I like, think does it, it does just fucking explode. Yeah. He like picks up the phone and it like explodes and he ragdolls across <laughs> it's, the alley. I mean, it's, yeah. If we want to say what this movie is about, it's about how it, it's about phones. <laughs> Yeah, it's about- yeah. This 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 movie is the, this movie is the boomers. This movie is yeah. boomers be so on their damn phones. Yeah, it's about what if phones, is, um... but too much. But the phones are like dial phones. Like they're like yeah, yeah they're rotary dial phones. Yeah. It, this, yeah, because this does have the sort of cadence of, like, a, a weird yeah. morality play in a lot of ways. Right. Um, like, this feels like this is the corrupting power of being on that damn phone. Yeah, it, this is, like, oh, this is about the deals of, um, uh, pay, like, yeah, paid telephone-like yeah. lines, you know? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, it's also mm-hmm. about, like, a lot of times in the, there's, there's kind of a disconnect, like, not to criticize this movie, which I think... Like I, I think this is a great movie. Like genuinely, um, it's very schlocky and it's incredibly. Oh yeah, dumb, I had a lot of fun watching. But it's also mm-hmm. one of the greatest movies ever made. So not, if I'm criticizing this, I'm criticizing this with love. But the phone thing, not very coherent in that it's somehow sometimes it's like a corrupting like Satan power in that you can contact Satan and you become mm-hmm. you become evil through that contact. And sometimes it's just like electricity that's mm-hmm. like shocking you through the phone. I mean, it's kind of like the, the the one thing I could compare to, except I think that movie also came out a couple of years right, later, is like Videodrome, which is like about how you watch TV and mm-hmm. that influences you. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh no, Videodrome was five years earlier, so... Yeah, <laughs> this film is in conversation yeah. with Videodrome. It's like a way dumber version <laughs> of what... Uh, Videodrome was doing, although I would also say I watched Videodrome like last week, and I would, I would like it was it's it's a very well done movie. I would probably rather watch Nine Seven Six Evil like any day. Oh yeah, well I mean this yeah, is yeah. more fun. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah I I also like Videodrome, but like um, but Cronenberg movies are just like. I like them, but they feel a bit yeah. like an they're just genuinely nasty, like not in a fun way. They're just 
Oh yeah. They yeah. they do like if if horror is a yeah, body yeah. genre, you know, those like genuinely do gross me out. Like they mm. he's 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 getting he's getting three knuckles <sighs> deep in that in that yeah. stussy. He like Cronenberg <laughs> does achieve the intended <laughs> effect. The intended effect is just like very nasty. Yes, Whereas yes, with this yes, movie, yes. I don't know what Robert Englund is intending, but it works. I mean, it's gross, right? I mean, but it's gross yeah. in a really fun way. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I want to kind of talk about the casting. So we have, um, we have our we, like, we meet, yeah, we have our we have our main gang of dudes, uh, which like has our one of our main characters in it, Spike. Um, right. It's aside, aside from Spike, every single one of them looks like someone that I would have seen in a gay club over the past, like, well, yeah. I mean, COVID, obviously, but like over the past, like three years, all of them look like they're wearing some, like I, some, some kind of fit that I would see on a trans person in 2020. It's yeah. This movie is about homosexuality. This movie is about, this movie, <laughs> this movie is about sucking dick in, bath, in, <laughs> in school bathrooms. And, I mean, I think maybe only aesthetically, though, because it, it's not... There's, like, actually no, no. homo... There, there's very limited homoeroticism, the, if the any cost, The costuming, the costuming a, is, like, just... Dr- the costuming is dripping yeah. with faggotry. It's just, like, this, this evil it. gang that Spike is... I, well, I don't even know how to how to tackle this movie properly, but, like, yeah, this, the gang leader of the bullies just looks like Boy George, like... That's like like, oh God, like yeah. Boy George did in the eighties. <laughs> like that's the, the every, everyone mm. is like a member of like a synth pop group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're about to get really yeah. into new wave. Yeah. Um. It's it it, it, it rules. Yeah, because we are the main guy whose name is Marcus, I believe. Um. Has like this like the skunk stripe and the one earring and the hat and yeah. Yeah, it's just a whole, it's a whole, the costuming is great here, and the casting is, like, great in a lot of ways. Like, I think Spike is, and everyone's, like, do, doing a pretty good job, except for, like, it's so, it's hard to talk about this movie because it's, like, we we have two main characters. We have Spike and we have Hoax. Hoax looks like a 45-year-old <laughs> man, but he's playing a 13-year-old, I think. I don't know how old he's <laughs> supposed to be. Hoax is, like, Hoax is, like, at, Hoax looks at the same time too old and too young, somehow. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. he 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 looked like the thing is that he like the best way I can describe hoax is that someone, some kid in a trench coat, uh, some two kids in a trench coat managed to convince a casting director that they were yeah. like thirty something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and <laughs> and then like and then hoax is like the weird middle of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's old also age makeup also on top also of young ma- young makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Guy that is old and also young. Yeah. We didn't get very far in the summary. I think the only thing we had is, like, the opening sequence, which has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. I'm sorry, I derailed it immediately with, like, striking out with, like, talking Um, about the theme of phones. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, because the entirety of this movie, I was trying to figure out, what is this film trying to tell me about anything? Um, And I don't think it has a message. It's... Is the no. actual conclusion? <laughs> like, like we were we were talking about how this is like structured like a morality tale, but the morality is not like like I can't even like even if I look at this through the weirdest angle, I cannot. I do not feel like I can mine a phones no. make you evil type I mean, it's thing. Just, like, but it yeah. still has all the vibes of a yeah. Morality it's a movie tale. that it's is so strange. symbolic for the or that is an allegory for the exact thing that is happening in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is an if you have a, itself, if you yeah, if you can much. if you have a phone line to the devil, don't call. I guess. 
Okay, so that guy fucking explodes out of the phone booth, and um, mm. then we cut to this bar. I think no, it's a it's a what is this place? Because like, at think... first I thought it was a bar that we go into the basement of, but then we later no. see them like like yeah, it's a movie theater, a movie theater that yeah, shows a movie theater called like, Dante. It's like a it's like a horror movie theater or like a midnight movie theater, and there's mm-hmm. like a there's like an underground bar in it i guess or like an like a like a cellar or something where these people are meeting like they never actually go to the movies they just they just are in this place um but one incredible Mm. touch like this is this is pure cinema uh this is incredible filmmaking from robert england is that when we (laughs) see this movie theater it's called diablo and it has a it has a neon sign Mm. that says diablo but the letters, the lights for B and O are not are not lit, so it just says dial. Do you get it? <laughs> it's cinema. Spike loses his pink slip to his cool epic motorcycle in this in this uh, in this gambling. Yeah. They're playing gambling card den. games, mm-hmm. and it's it's the aforementioned like uh, gay synth pop gang that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. This, this is this is where. This is when this movie starts to get complicated to me for me mm-hmm. to talk about is that this is where we meet Spike, right? And we're gonna meet Hoax yes, yes. very soon. And I, yeah, yeah, because we we go and we have their little like their spat about oh I lost my pink slip because I had a flush, but that guy had a straight or whatever or like sure. a full house or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we cut to a guy who is a. Uh, we cut to a guy, and my notes said, "This is a goody two shoes man." And then my next note says, "Oh, that's his. That's a teenager." Ah, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, because we are. I, I love the sets. What I will say about this movie is that I fucking love the sets. I'm like every set here. Um, uh, uh, from the like like smoke filled gambling, we are uh like pivoted to uh uh this house where it's with cats. Every all furniture is like wrapped up in plastic. And at the end of the couch, yeah, we see this full-grown man who I was like, are you, uh, you're not the guy I expected to see. You know, you're not the character I expected to see living in this house. So what's your deal? The thing thing is, like, when I first saw Spike, I remember thinking, that guy looks kind of old to be playing a teenager. And then, like, I didn't think about that again for the rest (laughs) of the fucking movie because Hoax was there. Yeah, 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 like, they're both, they're both hiked, but it's not in a... I will say, Evan Hansen and Dear Evan Hansen still looks older than this. Um, like it's yeah, it's not yeah. it's not an Evan Hansen way of like this is this is a this is someone who sneaked into the school, uh, pretending to be a teenager, and somehow everyone ignores it. It's it's just that mm-hmm. this this guy like also like the the way he's acting like he's trying really hard to to act like this. Like this, this very corny mm. teenager, or like this nerd character, mm-hmm. um, and it becomes yeah. very oh gee, oh goodness, oh, and oh this, yeah, this, yeah, this like contradiction because like pretty much like at the begin, like very quickly, his mom also says the line, "You're gonna like," she's like scolding him for something, which we can talk about in a second. But like she says very quickly, unlike your cousin Spike. So we immediately know that Spike is his cousin. Mm-hmm. Thank you, movie. Yeah, we basically get, like, no, no. backstory there. They just it's cousins that happen to live next to each other and happen to have pneumatic Yeah, and then there's, like, a later scene where, she's, where she talks about, about Spike's no-good mom, who, I don't know if she left or yeah, died. Yeah, how there's, a, like, we all don't, this money. Like, it's, it's yeah. unclear. <laughs> it's very unclear. It seems, it seems like 
the writer cared at one point. Yeah, which, by the way, the writer of this movie later, like, got for... Let me check his other credits. His name is Brian Helgeland. And he's, yeah, he's the screenwriter for, among others, um, A Night's Tale, Mystic River, and L.A. Confidential. Mm. For the, and, and he definitely won an Oscar for L.A. Confidential and I think was nominated for Mystic River. So <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is someone who later won awards, um, which yeah, <laughs> for all the things that rule about this movie, the writing isn't necessarily what I would call... Um, its biggest strength. No, 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 not a no, no, no. The mm-hmm. thing is that you say it like it feels that the writer eventually stops caring, but like this or forgets. I feel like so, or but like also like so soon do we forget that this movie like starts off like in the first ten. I mean, we're gonna get there. You know, let, let me just so okay. We go up to uh, Spike's room and we find that he and uh, he and Hoax have yep. pneumatic tubes that are like like at a fucking bank window. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, I, 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 like, they just send their funny little messages back and forth. Mm-hmm. But do we ever see Spike sending a message and... back? Like, it just seems like... No. It just <laughs> seems like it's... Because the first message is just, like, hoax spending... Which, by the way, we didn't talk about this. His name is Hoax Arthur something. Uh, he has a last mm-hmm. name, Wilmoth, I think. Hoax Arthur Wilmoth. And it seems like, it seems like hoax is not a nickname. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's his full name. Because when his mom is scolding him... Yeah, when his mom is scolding him, she's uh, and she's doing the thing where where you're you want to assert authority, so you're gonna say your child's full name. She says hoax Arthur Wilmot, so this is his real name. Uh, and the reason why she's scolding yeah. him because this is gonna come back later. He's sitting on the couch, he's reading National Geographic magazine, mm-hmm. and he's eating chocolate. And he's eating a chocolate bar. And his mom gets really mad at him for eating the chocolate and also reacts really strongly. Yeah, to the because Nat it Geo. turns out this mm-hmm. kid is a little pervert who's reading National Geographic mm-hmm. magazine for to see naked pictures of like ethnic women. Like Yeah. <laughs> this is You know what, I can't Sure, th- sure, bud, sure. It, it's it's so interesting because like yes, he he's supposed yeah. to be a horn dog. Um but but the it, the way that's that that that's communicated throughout the story is sort of sterile. Way, just, this is know? why this is this is why this this movie is so appealing to me is because it it really feels like a movie that came from a different dimension where this is like normal behavior, <laughs> this is normal yes. ways of characterizing people, or where where this is like a normal structure for a movie. Like it feels it, it doesn't feel like it's you know like the director didn't care or anything. It just it just. Right, right. It just comes off so matter of like all this weirdness comes off so like as like normal filmmaking, I guess. Please. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the late eighties, early nineties were in a way. Yeah, a different that's dimension. that's very true. But when mm-hmm. he's, I would say specifically yeah. for the horror genre as well. Yeah. But one thing <laughs> yeah. that is going to pay off later, like this is this is where it, there's a couple of things where where you see that the writer of this movie has learned about setup and payoff. Like one thing is the cats that's gonna pay off, mm-hmm. and then the other thing is that when he's eating the mm-hmm. chocolate on the couch, they have a parrot, and the parrot says, "Not on the couch," and that's gonna come mm-hmm. back. <laughs> Um, but yes, yeah, so it's, it's these two, um, uh, Spike is just, like, chilling on his bed being annoyed by, uh, and, um, like, is flipping through a magazine, and this little card falls out of his magazine that is, uh, for your horror scope, call 976-EVIL, or whatever, something to that effect, 
Um, graphic design is my passion. It looks great. Um, like, I, I love it. I truly do. I was like, yes, yeah. Like, the props and the sets are fucking good here. Um, right. And, like, I love I love this scene because it's like, it's there's no consideration whatsoever. It seems like as though this is just what you do when you see a phone number to, like, you <laughs> yeah. just call it automatically without thinking twice it. about it. Um, right. So he calls the phone number. Um, and they tell him, you know, like, welcome to your, your scope, press 666 if you want to receive it. Um, <laughs> so he does. Uh, and I don't remember exactly what it tells him. Um, basically I wasn't like, I was like, whatever it ends up saying, it will happen. Like, I just, it's about yeah. the vibes, you it's know? A, it's it's, it's always like a very, mm-hmm. it's always like it, like this deep whispery voice, right? That says something in rhyme. That's how that's mm-hmm. how nine seven six evil the horoscope. <laughs> uh, Sarah, did you write down what his uh, uh, horoscope ended up being? There's some there's some great no, ones later. That... <laughs> but I do think it has yeah. to do with money. Yes, yeah, because then our next. Oh, scene one thing is we him. forgot to mention is also that uh, that hoax's mom is very religious, uh, which is yes. communicated yes. visually and acoustically and see... in a lot of ways. Like the the first scene where we see hoax, there's like a radio. Program that like reads a sermon, yeah, yeah. playing some Bible shit. Mm. Um, but in case you missed that, it really beats you over the head because out of nowhere, I think as a consequence of either Spike yeah. or uh, or uh, uh, hoax receiving their their horoscope, their horoscopes, mm-hmm. um, the 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 heavens open up and start raining down fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was that was Spike's Spike, first horoscope. Um. Um, yeah, because yeah, I now that I'm remembering, it was like something like when it rains yeah. and pours or something like that. Um, you're gonna get what you're, you know. Oh, what actually, you're I found the I found the effect. bit in the movie here. It says, um, "Welcome to the caverns of the unknown. I am the master of the dark." Mm-hmm. Just reading off the subtitles. Mm-hmm. The guide to your destiny on November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty eight. Okay, so it says today. This is the actual one. <laughs> Financial debts linger, but not for long. You have the urge to take risks. Don't be afraid. Your prize lies only a short distance away. Claim it. Does this movie take place in the span of one well, day? This is this is this is that's the fortune that's the fortune that he gets when he after he no there's a late there's the a later time, one right? this is the first one this is the one that he ha- gets while lying in bed yeah that's the first one that sounds uh, right to me and then he then he goes to okay. over to um to Hoax's place I think and tries to yeah it's because. Yeah. Yeah, because this is this is this is the the thing that isn't really communicated with his mom's backstory is that Spike's mom somehow left or died, who knows, mm-hmm. and left behind mm-hmm. a fortune. But mm-hmm. uh, but his aunt is having it mm-hmm. until he's graduated, so he's not trying to steal the yeah, money uh, I think. from from like that his like inheritance money, and that money is like stored in like a porcelain fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's a whole sort of, uh, uh, altercation about it. Um, he gets scolded by, by Hoax's like, mom, and then he tells her, give me the strap mm-hmm. if, uh, th- he tells something about giving me the strap. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, she threat she, she threatens yeah. to give Hoax the strap, like, six times over the course yeah, of the time. Yeah, this time it's, but, uh, yeah, but also some spike, but, yes. but yeah, he, yeah, she will yeah. also late threaten Hoax. But, um, yeah, the... When the I, I just also want to just jump, talk talking about the scene where the fish rain from the sky again. Mm-hmm. Um, I just yeah, yeah no, I forget who is it you or Reiner on uh, Asobop who's who's 
who's from Soft enjoy her? Uh, I don't think either of us. I think it's Emmanuel. Oh, it is Emmanuel. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. She just she just like posts up like a bloodborne boss when the fish start raining from the sky. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. So like fish, yeah, start raining from the sky. Uh, uh, Spike gets us fish. Yeah, hoax in it. The, the little fr- this little freak hoax just fucking. He's, he's a little so fucking he's so happy when the rain when the when dead fish are falling from the sky like he he fucking loves it and then he takes a fish and sends it to Spike and this is like before he turns evil like this is this is this is the thing about this movie that like hoax at no point like you you think the movie wants you to like hoax because he's the like character who gets bullied by the bullies later and because he's the nerd mm-hmm. and why because he has this mm-hmm. like all shucks thing about him but at the same time you just show him be a mm-hmm. little be a pervert be a creep in in like the re- the weirdest mm-hmm. way like this this fish thing mm-hmm. yeah he yeah he shoots at fish <laughs> with a note in its yeah. mouth it's awful i don't remember what it says um but yeah uh, me neither I, I don't think it's no. particularly i think it's just uh, to yeah to indicate that there's communication happening um i believe spike calls the number again and then gets when it rains and pours you know um yeah and um the next day uh uh a reporter shows up or like not not a reporter some sort of investigator what is what is marty palmer that's a a good that that actually brings up a question like is he a cop is he a journalist he's a a... pi i think and he is posing as a journalist in order to talk to um hoax's mother who is and so he poses as like oh i i write about divine miracles magazine that you're a huge fan of or something like that um and she's like well come on in um and gushes and what i love about her costume design is that she's always wearing this gigantic like just a new gigantic gaudy fake like shitty wig um it's it's awesome it rules um and uh yeah she's all done up here and talking to him about that uh yeah he's like i don't i like i don't know who hired him i don't know like why he's investigating (laughs) um i don't know why he's here this character's purpose this character just just completely glides off my brain yeah yeah i I, like he's he's a hundred percent just a plot device in a lot of ways like he yeah he serves in order to get characters into or out of trouble depending um that's about it uh but then yes and so then we're at school later with uh hoax getting uh swirlies in from like this gang and then i'm realizing oh these are all supposed to be high schoolers (laughs) and not fully grown adults this is the Um, high school and i'm like where is the high school boys bathroom where the walls are just like fully graffitied, including the text very prominently displayed, eat pussy more often. Yes, get it, Kings. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, ah, man, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, I, I love the visual shorthand because it, I love being like hit very hard over the head with a wooden mallet. <laughs> yeah. um, that's exactly what it's doing to me. Um, uh, Spike barges into the bathroom, basically breaks the whole thing up. Uh, it is because it's like, that's my cousin. Like, and I also don't, I like only like playing games with you guys. Like I only like playing poker with you guys. I kind of dislike you in en- literally any other capacity. It seems. Yeah. I just want um, to win yeah, money off low, of you. He's the Sigma male here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he like half like beats the shit out of these guys. Half doesn't. 
Hoax is all like, oh, come on. We could have taken them. And he's like, <laughs> no. I have better things to do with my time, essentially. <laughs> they <love> <laughs> <laughs> they're just, and they're just fucking... They're just in the Mad Max yeah. bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really tr- again tremendous set. This is the world's biggest bathroom. It's, I love it. Um, oh my god, it really is. Um, high, but high school movie bathrooms yeah. are always like that. Um, it has. Uh, oh, and... I I'm just like because I have the movie open here to see the scenes, and I just froze on a shot where there's a different uh, a different graffiti on the wall that says this is this is less less good than the eat pussy one and this is also smaller but it says eat smegma so that's also here i see <laughs> well fair enough <laughs> i guess it's good yeah. quality um um sarah what i do like next? this i do like this bit where they're where where hoax is like oh come on spike we could have beaten them up like they just beat you up hoax like what's the, what does the we mean here yeah exactly <laughs> yeah oh my god so, uh, no, there, there, again, there's something about, like, I look at Hoax, and I look at his, like, he's wearing, like, these, yeah. these like, sweater vests and button-downs and stuff, um, and I'm like, I, but I do get the sense from, like, how he's built, there's something, like, stocky and ripped about him, like, for sure. Is the next scene where we meet the girlfriend? Um, what was the... I think so. I think so? If, if not, it's yeah. about um, the next scene, you know, it's, like, it's the next... Oh, no, we also, we also get that, we also get that... No, um, we have the yeah, girl yeah, next, scene yeah. of... <laughs> Yeah. This this fucking yeah. Yeah. The girl is the next scene, which is really really funny because like like Spike is like doing his bad boy shit uh-huh. on the on the like you know working his bad his badass boy charms on her, <laughs> and um then <laughs> hoax rolls up on this fucking like yeah. moped ass. <laughs> so good. He's all like, we're we're gonna go racing, Spike. We're gonna go cross country together. We're gonna have a great time. Um, I, I just, like, got my, my, uh, muffler, like, I, I fucked with my muffler, so it sounds like your motorcycle now. Um, I, I, yeah, and, like, it's, like, trying to flirt with this girl, and it's like, hey, if you've got another, like, a friend, do with some babes on the back of our, like, you this know, bikes dweeb. or whatever. This, this, um, I think... This, this dweebiest child, I, I... 40-year-old child saying babes is so <laughs> much... <laughs> I think he also calls yeah, really, her a doll. At yes, one like point, right and in, like, right in the next so much. Yeah. bit. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, this is where it's first, like, sort of telegraphed to us that we're supposed to find uh, Hoax charming in any capacity. Um, because he's, like, embarrassing himself in front of Susie uh, while Susie and Spike are feather. And uh, Susie, like, uh, smiles very amicably towards him, you know? Being like, oh, you're like a freak, but like a cute or whatever, as you're like crashing your motorcycle and stuff. Uh, or yeah, and what are you supposed to do um, when? Oh my god, I love that. I just remembered that little bit of physical comedy yeah. where he's like driving off on his moped and he does <laughs> such a bad job that he like runs literally directly into a chain link fe- fence and like flips over the, the front handle. And it's great. Like, it's so good because it's obviously him doing that stunt. Um, and it's it's just a perfect bit he of drives right comedy. into the fence like right after they have this with it's just so like it's so cringe it's so cringe behavior the thing that the hoax is doing in this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vibes are so um, fucked here like they're so weird it's it's all very strange um but we go to a scene in a diner where our pi 
is sat up, uh, trying to be cordial and polite to this waitress who's not having any of it. Uh, I think he uses the turn of phrase, uh, so when do they roll up the sidewalks around here? Not really sure what he's getting, um, what he's trying to imply. I don't know what that phrase, that idiom That's just what people said in Um, the 80s. I mean, I guess I could assume. I guess so, I guess so. It's very strange. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's a whole thing. Um, and then... Concurrently with that, Spike is across the street, um, like getting work done on his motorcycle, um, and calls the payphone that's right outside, um, and gets another uh, horror scope. This time, it's like make sure you watch both ways before you cross the street. Um, and yeah, it there's some there's something. It's like either satanic influence. It's either just electro shocks, or it's like a monkey's paw curling inwards. You know, like this. This, this phone line does several things whenever it feels like it, basically. Um, and, yes, so so he, so he's fumbling with all his cash in his pockets um, while he's, like, trying to, like, it's just standing in the middle of the street. Um, uh, drops it all, like, flings it out of his pockets. So he's going, he's, like, crouching down to collect it. We see the this car at the opposite end. I love, also, just to mention... I love every outside nighttime shot because it is so obvious on a soundstage, and that kind of what it makes makes this movie feel yeah. like a to me. Yeah, in I mean, a lot the, of ways. All, it's, mm-hmm. all the outside shots are like peak. They don't make them like this anymore. Like they're you just you just don't oh, get yeah. this look yeah. in movies. Like they're it is it's very yeah. artificial looking. But this whole um, scene where he fumbles in yeah. his pockets and all his cash falls out, this is all in slow motion. Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's important to mention. And so this car, like, the lights, the headlights go on. He doesn't notice for some reason. Like, I guess he has no peripheral whatsoever, uh, which is bad for a motor- <laughs> motorcyclist, I would assume. Um, and uh, is, like, uh, totally unawares um, as the the car, like, uh, without any driver, starts, um, like, moving towards him. And then just in the moment that we think that he's going to get struck by the car... Um, uh, the, the private eye, like, tackles him to the opposite, to, the, like, the sidewalk, basically, and saves his life. Um, and then they are in the diner together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, the PI orders a Western omelet, fine. Um, a Spike deviled egg sandwich, which is, um, I will say an insane thing for a human being. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up, uh, because that sounds insane, like... <laughs> if that's a thing. I know what deviled eggs are. I mean... Deviled egg sandwich has I mean, to be. It, I mean, it mu- I mean, it must be, like, not dissimilar. Like, it just must be a specifically oh, yeah, seasoned, egg salad. like, egg salad sandwich, yeah. basically. Well, this doesn't um, look... Like, I have to imagine it's very similar to that. But also, egg salad sandwiches are, like, the meals... Like, that is the food of yeah. serial killers. I mean, I would um, eat this, but I have very low standards. Like, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the... It wouldn't be the thing <laughs> I usually order, I will say. Like, it's not... It's not what would be my the sure. usual... Yeah, yeah. I get nervous about eggs on sandwich. Cold eggs on sandwiches. Um, I always feel like um, I'm For rolling sure. the dice every time. It doesn't really matter, like, the quality of restaurant. I feel like it's a high-risk situation in every instance. Um, but, uh, yes. So, so like, there's, like, more attempts. To, I, like, again, I do not understand this no. PI's role in this film at all. Um, and so they have, like, a cold standoffish interaction where... This PI is trying to get information out of Spike. It is not clear why to either, but it, it is like it's clear enough to Spike that to not give him any information whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the next thing that happens is he's picking up he's picking up Susie on his motorcycle, and then they then they go have sex. Oh that's yeah, that's right. That is yeah, that is basically the next scene. And I was like, oh, 
Oh, okay. So we're just doing. There's full tits, tits in this scene because there's something very P- yeah. There's very something very yeah. PG thirteen about this, but I guess like like about yeah. the movie, you know, like broadly speaking, that it has that sort of sense of things. Like it's like a, a euphemistic bad behavior because it's like it's it's not drugs. They're yeah. they're playing like illegal poker or whatever, <laughs> um, smoky room poker. We we talked about the woman getting exploded. I think we skipped by the, that. That happened the earlier. Phones, right? Oh my god, no, that's we did skip that. Yes, yes, yes. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, go ahead, though. There, there's, a, there's a woman who, like, also is get like, the, the Pipers come due for, uh, the Piper being the, whatever, the yeah. ninth, whatever the horoscope hotline yeah. is. Um, why did they call this movie 976 Evil and not, like, horoscopes yeah. or something? Because that's, like, clearly the... I don't know, maybe, like, maybe 976 lines were, like, more of a, more of a big deal back then, so I found that a bull. I guess so, maybe. Film's title refers to the 976 yeah. telephone <laughs> exchange and now mostly defined premium rate telephone system that was popular in the late 80s. I don't know. Like, mm. I can't see it be like that, that generating that much SEO back then, but sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, SEO that they had to worry about back yeah, in the 80s. Yeah. God, Google didn't exist I back know. then, and the world was a better I've place been, for yeah. it. Total tangent, mm. but like, I've been in the cinema yesterday to see Venom two, and one of the ads before the mm-hmm. movie was an ad for Google, but not like for like some Google service or something. Just like for how the Google search engine will help you find anything, and like, why do you need to make an advertisement for that? Like, who doesn't use it? And Google is the. Internet. I don't love it, but it's the only search engine that right. will get you <laughs> results. Like yeah. where you want to go? Yes. yes. Anyway, yeah, this woman gets oh, exploded. She. Um, yeah, yeah, because she, she like, she like calls the horror I show think, line. It's like time to pay. Wasn't the it like her, and then the, she walks, into she front walks of, like, past this payphone and the payphone is ringing and she picks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is that, and she's like, "No, I said no. I was not. I'm." I, and there's like a deal's a deal, and she's like, no. Um, and then she walks in front, and then she walks in front of the phone store, and all the phones start ringing, and they <laughs> explode. And what? There's like a duck phone and a fish phone, and they all explode. And she gets a bunch of glass mm-hmm. in her face. Yeah, and yeah, dies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, so this is another ominous uh, or portentous or whatever sort of a thing. Um, and then, yeah. Spike gets Spike gets laid and mid fuck a a missive comes psycho through, the, behavior. through the pneumatic mm-hmm. tube. This is like yeah, absolutely. So it's it's psycho behavior on Hooks' yes. behalf. Yes, it is also psycho behavior on Spike's behalf because he like he like it takes the note out of the tube while his dick is still yeah. in this woman um, and reads it. And then uh, he's sw- he's swad he's yeah, swaddling. Well, sure, but yes. What's the- What's the thing? What's the thing? What's the thing that like the Mormons do? The, the they just like you know don't get soaking. <laughs> um, He's uh, soaking. But uh, yeah, and then like he reads the note, and it's I think it says something to the effect yeah. of nice tits, basically. Um, because Hocus yeah. Pocus has been watching through a telescope the entire time. Uh, too powerful, I think. Too powerful of magnification. I think he would be seeing pores on on this woman's body and and not actually her boobs. Um, but, uh... That's true. That's a huge telescope. Um, yeah, it is. Um, and then, like, it's so, like, he's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, he's uh, like... And then, like, 
like shoves the note at at the woman does not even seem remotely yeah. embarrassed about it but she's like has an appropriate reaction which is to say well initially has an appropriate reaction which is to say what the fuck uh, okay that's but but then just calls hoax growth like the thing is it's like Spike also seems yeah, to be Yeah, Spike is like, this, that's is my, <laughs> this is just my weird cousin. He always watches me fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, hoax, up to his old mm. tricks. Um, yeah, she she is, like, mad about it, uh, but she, uh, she, like, she bounces, and then, uh, hoax, like, Spike chases her out, and then hoax, like, fucking Tom and Jerry, like, sneaking through the door into, into Spike's, or, or hoax does that into mm-hmm. Spike's room. Um, and then, uh, grabs some panties and just spends, like, yeah. five minutes hopping yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, well, like, like, intercut with, um, uh, Spike going on a, like, bringing, uh, Susie movie theater. Um, she, like, he's quickly pulled away into, um, the poker den, um, and, uh, Susie is very upset about it. She's like, I, I don't know what kind of woman you think I am. I'm not just gonna, like, sit and twiddle my thumbs while you play games with boys, basically. Um, and so they have a blowout over that, uh, and she, yeah, so she's all pissed off, and, uh, meanwhile, uh, Hoax is calling the hotline, um, and gets a, uh, horoscope that is essentially, um, you know, yeah. like, you'll get your girl. Right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So go for it. So Yeah, does. it's like, specifically, um, the horoscope I... says something about, like, go to the movies at night or something. It it tells it tells oh, him to yeah. go to the cinema and the girl will the be girl waiting for you there. Yeah, right. And this is this is where the two paths converge and hoax <laughs> uh, cucks his own cousin by stealing his girlfriend. Kind um, of like kind like I, only a little bit. Kind of like the thing that the thing that is absolutely perplexing about this movie, just looking back at it, is that like there, like I don't think that there is homoeroticism between hoax and Spike, but like it kind of feels like there yeah. should be yeah. but also that there shouldn't be because right, they're cousins right. like it feel it feels like <laughs> it is missing and i like i like the the thing of them having the thing of them like being able to stare into each other's bedroom windows is so like that is classic like you know classic like boy girl of of like boy girl in love like having their conversations from their respective yeah, houses yeah the first thing i thought when and, i was when like when like through the window into spikes's bedroom like in the very first time that happens is it's so gazy you know it's so gay the like the the camera is leering at spike at that point um and so i was like what's going on here <laughs> what is this dynamic yeah. what's happening um and then it's like after that it's like it's other cousins like earlier yeah. by the way the the, the phone um, message that but, uh, uh that Hoax receives here where he first calls um, calls nine seven six evil is um, is is the following. I uh, just clicked away. Just had it here. Hold on. The following. The problem's not nearly as bad as it oh, it's seems. All good. Just taking a late show and meet the girl of your dreams. I love when the messages rhyme. Mm-hmm. So he so he he does show up. Um, and she's all like. Well, I'm mad, and what I like to do, and what I what I do when I'm mad, and then it cuts like 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 hard cut to her at a pizzeria. She's like, "That's I a great eat. cut." Um, and so she's fucking chowing. It's it's so fun. She's chowing down on some pizza. Um, she's also feeding him pizza. Uh, there's like there's nothing charming. No. About this scene, <laughs> even a little bit. It sucks to look at him eating food so much. Um, 
I love hoax. Because I hate hoax, but I also love hoax because this dumb, is, it's it's just like genuinely right? the most perplexing character so ever created. Like I just don't know what the movie wants me to think yeah. about him. Like it shows him be be a pervert who looks at his cousin fucking, but then at the same time in this scene he's supposed to be charming, like or or, mm. or it's supposed to show how she's charmed by him. But just like a minute ago, she was really upset at how, how he's a creep for like. The watching them but now she's like fine with it or right. I don't know she's is, is the film implying that she's like doing this because uh, j- just to upset Spike I don't know yeah yeah it's a great question um it's yeah <laughs> so and then there's like and then uh, like a spider shows up at yes. some point and hoax is all just like oh it's just a daddy long leg they're not even technically considered just the spiders. arachnid family yeah yeah uh, which uh not to not to like, not to like, put my friends on blast here, but literally something Chess said on a on an episode a few weeks ago that we recorded. <laughs> I mean, it is yeah. a true and fun fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he scoops it up, and she's like, "Ugh, I know, I don't want to touch it. Just kill it. Can you please just kill it?" And like, I mean, whatever about that, but it's like obviously she's truly terrified of it, um, and so and he seems hurt by the implication. That she should, that he should kill this bug, because um, he, apparently he has a very tarantula back at home uh, that he's like bragging about. So okay, so he's got a thing for spiders. That's the first charming yeah. thing about him, honestly. But he uh, manifests it in the most creep ass way possible. Uh, <laughs> but yes, does does uh, usher the spider outside, um, and and then the, and then a bunch of bullies come in and immediately yes, step on yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then Marcus ends up sleeping somehow, right? Looking at him, uh, I believe ends up sleeping with Susie. Um, and uh, Hoax needs to get his revenge, mm-hmm. and so he does that by way of calling the hotline or like doing this sort of like satanic hotline ritual. Basically. Yeah, this really escalates for like um, for like what nine seven six evil is capable of. Like the the, the lore is very unclear. It's extremely unclear. Um, yeah, so so he's doing it, like he's literally sitting in a like circle with a pentagram in the middle, um, like, and he's got a, the spider there, and he's like, "I'm gonna scare her so bad." Like this is just scaring her is his way of getting back. Um, but what it ends up going terribly out of out uh, out of hand. Um, the one spider that he wants to like manifest in her apartment while she's cooking. Uh, ends up being like a million spiders and he's like having visions of it at the same time and he's shirtless and there's like a scratch on his chest um and it's he's freaking out because it's like that's too many spiders leave her alone and then he kills his spider um and that kills her yeah. and one thing that you dies. need to know about um, this satanic ritual that uh, hoax is doing on the instruction of the phone line is that uh, of course the instructions are in mm-hmm. rhyme once again and the thing that he needs to do for the ritual is to one of the things is to uh, to 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 pluck like a few uh, leaves of devil grass and like squeeze squeeze mm-hmm. the juice of it uh onto something whatever but the the way this is phrased by the yeah. flow phone line is the following uh, it says the juice of my weed will implant my seed <laughs> Juice of my weed will implant my seed. <laughs> 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 you have that's yeah, like having a phone call with the, with the like, devil, but that's line, what you know? he says to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
as I recall, timeline-wise, this is about, like, 45 minutes to an hour yes. into this film. Um, and yes. this And so, like, the last 30 minutes are just uh, hoax going evil mode. Um, it's so... It is delightful. It's great. I love his costuming so much because ins- yeah. it becomes insane. Um yeah, he looks. He starts. He starts off looking a bit like Ozzy Osbourne, and then he becomes the fucking. <laughs> he becomes a bit like Hugo <laughs> Weaving in there, and then he just turns into the Crypt Keeper at the yeah, end. Yeah, I just am so interested in it because it's um. So he gets claws right initially, and that's yeah. like the first big thing. And like, cool, okay, claws make sense. Like long, like jaggedy thing, fingernails. But then he like like it's it's just as if the like the the costume designers were like, okay, let's just give him more and increasingly more extension in his hair. Like, not make his hair longer really but like give him one extension here okay now he has five like like just like little like long strands of hair and i i don't understand that move aesthetically but it's signifying how it's supposed to make him evil um but sure uh it does make him look fucked up uh and his eyes get all fucked up it, but it's most and like his face and skin eventually gets all fucked up as but it's it's mostly like he's like big buff strong and got razor sharp claws now he's like i yeah. I guess I'm gonna murder everyone. Yeah. Essentially, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the rest of the movie really is just him getting revenge on everyone. Yeah. Once again, the lore not quite. Yeah. yeah. Not quite clear he deserves how it. this can happen through phone. Like it's just, it's just through I guess him always following what the devil phone line, what the evil phone line him, just makes him turn into the devil. I guess, mm-hmm. and also later on, like give him literal superpowers. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, there. I think my my favorite one of this is when he like busts into the gambling room after having like killed the other two, co- killed the two bullies who were standing guard, and he like walks over to the table and he, like just fully eating the scene. He's like, "Could I enter the game with a pair of hearts?" Yeah, that's the other thing and he, like that, pulls out two that, human that, hearts. Besides and, like, all these aesthetic the things that we talked about, also his behavior just like fully shifts into Jim Carrey's The Mask. Well, he becomes yeah. Freddy Krueger in a lot of ways, because um, he's got he's got sunglasses on because his eyes are all fucked up now, um, and again his hair is all fucked up now, um, and yeah, so he yeah he just goes on uh, murdering rampages again and like throwing puns around increasingly. If there's so. one thing Robert Englund um, is good at, I guess, is to is is the Freddy Krueger behavior. So, like it makes sense. Yes, yes, yes. He, he understands that. Yes. Um, and, uh, cause, cause they're playing, cause there's ex- this extended scene beforehand where they're playing just a game and then this, like this, this game and this woman starts stripping for them or whatever. Um, but, uh, 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 Marcus says something to the effect of like, ah, I've got a dead man's hand or like that. Um, and, yes. and then referenced about 10 minutes later by Hoax, who said, who rips off Marcus's hand and says, now this is a dead man's hand. And like, Marcus is like, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. Don't, don't fucking kill me, man. Don't fucking kill me. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love this bit of the writers uh, just like coming up with a bunch of like card game puns that he can be fucked up about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so the guy who the, the guy who loses his hand actually doesn't no, die he doesn't. here. Like we cut away to like a rooftop where uh, one of the other bullies, I think, and uh, uh, Mrs. Martinez, who I don't think we talked no. about at all because Mrs. Martinez does not matter until the movie decides. Oh, uh, Marty, the the private eye needs a girl. He to needs be a with girl him. Friday. Yes. Um, right. 
Um, so they're up on the rooftop and, uh, <laughs> they're like both like staring at like the one door that goes onto the rooftop. And then like, uh, uh, hoax materializes behind them and puts his arm around them. He's like, who are we waiting yeah. for? Huh? Like he's the fucking mm-hmm. mask. Yeah. It, it, uh, and then like impales, yeah. Impales him on. Impales him on a sign that, uh, a sign that says Diablo. And then the, the B and the O like start flickering. Well, I mean, the entire sign flickers, but like the B and the yeah. O like go out. So it just says yes, dial. Yes. Well, he's, instead. well, he's impaled on yeah. the trident, you know, the, the devil's trident thing there. Um, yeah. pitchfork, I guess would be the actual term for that. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> this, this death um, was a 7.3 out of 10. Um, and, and then, yeah, Mrs., I believe it is, yes, it is Mrs. Martinez then who goes to his mom's, and it's, like, covered in, like, this white powder, like, snow. I think it's snow, but I'm not sure. Like, I'm, it's not snowing anywhere else, so uh, it's unclear. Um, but, uh, she's, like, walking around and being very, very cautious about everything, and, and uh, she hears from upstairs Hoke's voice where it's like, oh, are you here to help? My mom's really sick. Can you come help? So she walks upstairs and goes into uh, the mother's room and, like, there's just cats all over and there's just this, like, shape underneath the blankets. Pulls off the blankets and sees the um, the corpse of uh, this woman being slowly devoured by her cats. And... Good for them, frankly. This actress has, a, I mean, yes. This actress has the most non-reaction to that whatsoever. I mean, she reacts. I don't know. I feel like if I was in that situation, there would be an amount of panic mm-hmm. that would exist within me, and I might um, maybe yell or scream or even just, like, jump in any way whatsoever or perhaps <laughs> run out of the room. Instead, she's, like, it's it's as if um, she discovered a fact, like, yeah. scrolling through microfiche instead, where, she, where it's a realization dawns on her, and she's like, oh, no, and oh, God, and slowly backs away. Um, and then cl- very politely closes yeah. the door. Um, I love this. It's so it's it's crazy. This, this, this crazy. being eaten and by then, yes, uh, by cat scene, of course, was foreshadowed by the graffiti that said eat, eat pussy more often. <laughs> this oh, time yeah. the pussy eats back. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's very, yeah. That's gonna be <laughs> that's the tagline. This of this time movie. the pussy eats back. Um, <laughs> again, not very good for marketing because uh, it would make no sense without this very yeah. specific context. But uh, yes. Uh, right, but I mean, I think all marketing should be I agree, yeah, marketing I should be like podcast episode uh, titles so. where you just like pick out one out of context mm-hmm, thing that was mm-hmm, said, and then mm-hmm. you're waiting for the thing to show up in the episode. Precisely. I think there's been like some uh, uh, mighty so. investigations in in between. Yeah, uh, he's trying to track down Spike yeah, and do- the bottom it, of shit. It, basically, he at one point it truly doesn't it, matter. Yeah, it doesn't though. matter too much. Like the Marty, I mean, it, the Marty kind plot of matters so little to the, this movie. the lore, but not really. Like, there's a point where he gets to this sure. place. Like, he, right. he's just trying to investigate where the nine seven six hotlines are coming from, and then he gets to this place, and then there's a this funny bit where where he sees someone do like a sex hotline, and she she's like, uh, "I'm a seventeen year old nubile, um, and I." I am a petite girl naked sitting here waiting for in your confession booth and it's like mm-hmm. this like this like older bigger lady and she like smiles at him um mm. it's it's kind of funny <laughs> but 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's got yeah, a lot of like. But like the the, the the main thing is that he finds out that the nine seven six evil is run by some guy named Mark Dark. Um, <sighs> it's. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. Like I've seen that name and heard that name so many times at this point. But Mark Dark is one of the funniest names. I, <laughs> it's like, so good. One of the top horror villain it's, names. It's awesome. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. I'm not going to be able to recite this entire Tumblr. But I don't know if you remember this one where it's someone talking about when they worked at a, a gas station and they had to card an old man for cigarettes and he gave them two fake IDs before giving them his real IDs. Uh, yes. Where his his real like like name was Steve Stin- Steve Sinner <laughs> or something like that. Um, yes. That's like that's the same level of devil we're with here. Un- yeah. Unquestionably, yeah, um, just a little tricky guy. Yeah, and there's like some prank. something. Um, this yeah this this one's about prank. Yeah. this movie's about prank phone calls. <laughs> it's I think just a prank, bro. There's like something yeah. mysterious also going yeah. on with Mike Dog, but I don't fully understand it. So whatever, it's like. Something about how yeah. this guy like set up this phone line as an experiment, and there's no one actually sitting in the booth. But then at the end of the movie, we still see him. Yeah, it's I fully automized, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. Um, so there's there ends up being this sort of like like that plot stuff is all happening concurrently to all the other events we've been describing. Um, and culminates with this like redemption of angle where it's like, I know you're still in there, hoax. I know you can still come back to us, essentially. Uh, uh, that's... It's so funny, though. But, but go, I mean, go like, on, yeah, like, so, like, Spike is, um, like, uh, there. As it, like, and it's like, man, you have not established enough emotional connection with any of these characters for me to, like, give a shit about that. Like, I just want to see Hoax, like, yeah. kill the shit out of people, basically. Yeah, I mean, Spike I don't um, care about very much. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, it's, I mean, he's fine. Like, the characters are all fine on their own. It's just that they have no connection yeah. to one another. Um... Yeah, and it's, yeah. So it's hard to like yeah. feel like this is this would actually yeah. work at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, so I mean, like, and that like, so how does this movie end up? Because I actually was doing it as, as this movie. Like, I remember the final scene. Yeah, I don't quite remember it. how it gets there, but it has like a like an insane climax. So what happens at the what happens what happens at the end of this movie is that they are trying to um, like the hoax's house starts like falling into like this 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 fucking rules mm-hmm. by the way like it's some of the same t- it's some i think it's some using some similar techniques to you know that shot in the first indiana jones movie where they like they run out and like they try and like you know run out of some like escape in some you know ruins and then like they run out and it's like oh fuck it's actually on the side of a mountain and then they, it pulls out to like this big canvas painting of the mountain and you just see them like like ro- like not rotoscope but like you see them just like composited into mm-hmm. that little spot mm-hmm. where they are like like the floor starts falling mm-hmm. away and like it becomes this icy hell and like the, the way that it's shot yeah, is it's gorgeous great. i thought this was i thought this was so cool um and what happens is uh it gets really bad so spike and angela i think um they uh, uh, no, 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 sorry, not Spike and Angela, uh, Marty and Angela, they try and escape, but, um, they are on a pipe that, it, or they're, they're trying to escape via the pneumatic tube that connects Spike and mm-hmm. Marty's rooms, but, like, hell opens up beneath them and Marty starts shaking it, like, he's, like, a, like, <laughs> like, he's a dad who's just, like, shaking the stroller and saying, oh, earthquake, yep, yep, oh! Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> or, like, wiggling the back mm-hmm. of his glasses, but then Spike, like, Spike, like, pulls him away, uh, and... 
and he's like, Spike, come back to me, and uh, we can take that road trip we always talked about. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And then at this point, Spike Spike takes his opportunity to throw, uh, <laughs> to throw. Hope yeah, to the yeah, 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 yeah. Um, man, and then and then like that's basically the end of the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's yeah. one. There's like a stinger scene. Yeah, the stinger it. scene is um like basically yes, Steve Sinner, Mark Dark, you know whatever, uh, sitting behind his desk, like his like evil phone desk, and doing evil phone things, and he's like, he he he, I'm the devil, I'm so evil, <laughs> you know. It's and then <laughs> yeah. that's and then roll credits. Uh, it's also he said that. Uh, it also is revealed at the end. It says Mark Dark, played by Robert Picardo who is, I guess, the most famous person in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know about him. But apparently he was in Star uh-huh. Trek. So, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, sure. I don't know. Sure, don't sure. you know what he was in before this movie? Because he has a ton of credit. Um, but mostly after mm. this. Like, he's been in Star Trek and in Stargate. Uh, he's been in He's been in Gremlins 2, the yeah. new batch. Oh my god. That rules. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> This, because you, you know what, this movie has the exact same vibes uh-huh. as Gremlins Two: The New Batch in yeah. a lot of ways. Um, so There's that's few, great for it. Like, um, I I, I just want to highlight a few hey, more hey. like great like lines or great scenes that happen sure, yeah. here. Like one uh, is we mentioned the like the mom being like eaten by the cats, but there's. Before that, there's a bit where, like, his mom is, like, uh, before he kills her, his mom, like, discovers his phone bills, and she's like, have you been calling sex lines? Uh, And then he's, like, he basically kills her on the couch, and the the parrot says, not on the couch! Which I thought was pretty good. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And (laughs) then the other thing I want to highlight is in the climax, where, like, he he literally opens up hell, right? Like, he... Be- between like between two cuts he got the power from like from just like being a fucked up psycho who can like who now has like claws mm-hmm. and can like uh, has like murder weapon hands basically it it it, it leads to him being able, able to like open up this huge like huge like hell hole uh and then he has like this showdown mm-hmm. with spike where where he says to like after after they have the thing about um or before they have the thing about we could go to the we still can do our bike trip uh hoax tells to spike uh armageddon cousin and then spike says back armageddon this cousin (laughs) which is an incredible (laughs) line uh and then a bit a bit yeah. After that, yeah. <laughs> there's then then there's also like a bit that I really enjoyed where Hoax uh, is like, "Do you see, cousin? Hell froze over because like this hell hole that has opened up is like really icy." <laughs> he says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "I think also like in the same scene he also tells him, uh, isn't it ironic, cousin? You down there and I up here.'" <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's ironic. Which sure. Is, yeah, it's, I'm not sure. Not sure if that's what ironic means, but sure. Yeah, I mean the thing is, he's just yeah. such a ham here that, like, whatever he says, it rules. You know, it does. And like, like he could, and he is saying the most inane, inane shit yeah. ever. But it, like, if you if you add enough, inject enough, like, ham into it, um, it creates. It's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's get into some ratings. Um. 
Yeah, so on a scale of on a scale of uh, scale of zero to five, <laughs> on a scale of zero to five fish in the pneumatic tube. How many fish are you sending through the Giannis, pneumatic tube? You want to start this one off? I'm sending five. Uh, I yeah. I I thought I thought this was this was a blast. Like I've seen this before, but I I just remember that it was like really schlocky. So I was like, yeah, this could be a good fit for Schlocktober. Sure, yeah. Uh, and it is incredibly yeah. dumb, but it's mm-hmm. also incredibly entertaining and even the bits like the climax when it like turns into like when it like goes really big is is obviously amazing but i also enjoy like the first third where like nothing really fucked up happens it's just like this really rancid vibes of of this like 14 year old teenager like i just i just really enjoy this like it's 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 such a right right it's like it's it's definitely very schlocky yeah Um, but it's like it's like it's it feels like a really masterfully created schlock like it's like schlock with a vision you know yeah um or like it knows exactly like it again like in that way like that like a theme park can only be like shitty but like exhilarating at the same time um yeah. in in fact perhaps even in some instances more exhilarating the shittier it is um cuz it's got all this it's very it's got all the glitter and it's got like all these set pieces and it's got like a very strong vibe it wants to set and all these like archetypes it create and all these characters to play with and it does all of those and it's very like it's exactly what it intends to be in a lot of ways i don't know if i, I you know like i think I, yeah no I, I would say for like for a, like a like a classic bad horror movie that like is not going it's going to be a bit of a deep cut for like any like parties you show mm-hmm. it at you know um like a hundred percent like this is a great watch i would probably like for that purpose i would give it yeah easily a five out of five and even as just like a a film i would say it's it's solidly like a a three out of five yeah yeah i i mean as as just a watching experience this is a this is a solid five or slap yeah yeah yeah, yeah, so much fun put put that shit on the back put that shit on the back Mm -hmm. of the box yeah i think i think this deserves to be to be better known like it's weirdly Mm -hmm doesn't have uh didn't it's get a code yeah, following that it could spot, have deserved it just feels like mm-hmm, whenever mm-hmm. there's you know in i don't know we, we live in like peak i guess we moved we're starting to move on from 80s nostalgia to 90s nostalgia but like uh, mm-hmm. we've had like a couple of years where it was like peak 80s nostalgia and it was it was pretty rancid like i don't love the vi- vibes of mm-hmm. that nostalgia but it's always like this when there's this nostalgia for like 80s schlock a lot of them like don't quite live up to the to the to the to that idea and i think i think this movie is like 100 percent like your idea of what like a really schlocky 80s dumb entertaining horror movie like this is this is just like exactly exactly yeah yeah because to your point a lot of those like classic schlock numbers tend to be a little bit more um arduous than entertaining yeah uh but uh no this this one requires no brain effort ever like <laughs> yeah a- and like the pacing is weird but it's not bo- like there's always something insane yeah happening. it's it's absolutely a not boring yes. movie um but uh do we have any questions about it that we should answer we absolutely we absolutely let me pull this up fear basting we got a I think we got a good number of questions on this one. Uh, Nevi Sticks at Nickel Wolf, girlfriend of the show. What aesthetic would you be rocking as a gay high school bully and or rebellious cool alt girl GF? I mean, I feel like with that latter one, you kind of locked us yeah. into an aesthetic we would mm. be rocking. 
Like, what aesthetic would you be rocking as a rebellious, cool alt girl GF? And my response is, I'm told rebellious, cool <laughs> alt girl GF. Um, I was, I, I think, like, yeah, my like peak, like late '80s subculture, like vibe, I think would Sven Gulli goth, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I, I think as a high school bully, as a gay high school bully, I would just live my yeah. goth teen years that yeah. I never got yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, true. I'm doing that now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, sure I same. Like, high school bully is really the oh, thing. Oh, me neither. No, like, no, no. I, I'm too anxious to actually bully anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, I, I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to, to like become hoax in my mind. Like, <laughs> if mm. you get, if you get, if you do the nine seven six evil transformation. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think like up. fucking uh, David Bowie and Labyrinth vibe like that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good aesthetic mm-hmm. you could lean into if you want to like put in throw in a different but also like fitting aesthetic to like the or the ones we yes, already have in yes, this movie. Yes, yes, like like evil in a sort of um, uh, 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 Jim Henson. Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, fabulous. Uh, next question. Next question from Hieronymus Goat at Curse Goat. On a scale from one to five, how do you rate this on, quote, not at all like a Goosebumps go- book to very much like a Goosebumps was... book? How would you make it more like a Goosebumps book? I think this is just a I Goosebumps book. I think so, book. too. I think this is an R-rated Goosebumps Like, like the, yeah, exactly. Like, especially the fucking, the thing that makes this a Goosebumps book is the, the thing for me, at least, is the, can I enter with two hearts? And also, like, the, the entire set in the house at the end with the, like, sort of, like, ground cracking and glowing and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, and I, absolutely. I, That's the, a Goosebumps book. Sure. I have never read a Goosebumps book, but I remember always seeing the covers of them, and they terrified the shit out of me as a kid. And I'm looking at the mm-hmm. at the poster for this movie, and it, like, it it could, like, it could have been a Goosebumps book you cover could. easily. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, see you, Space Indian at Flourishcaster asks: If you had a one eight hundred line, what would your gimmick be? Ooh. Um, I think I would just assign the callers <laughs> their personas based on like a like. You remember how in like you remember how in old game in older games were well, not like I, I guess like games where like your aesthetic is not like where you cannot create a character but you can like answer questions and it will say okay I think you I think you look like this I mean you saw this in like Animal Crossing where it's like you answer a couple of questions and you get your hair like this for example. I think it would just be like five or six questions, and then they would be like, "Your persona is a <laughs> yeah. stork." Thank you yeah. for calling. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I love that. Um, I, think, I like it's like lightly played out, but I, I think it'd be fun to have like just something that's like like what are those like number stations? You know, mm-hmm. like you could call a phone number, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's essentially just like a, a goofy number station. Like it like says numbers mostly, but sometimes it says something, sp- and so you can like. Sometimes, sometimes it says six, nine, four, zero. <laughs> um, I I, but I, I like, I really like the idea of like just having something like setting up a little machine, like yeah, just a little machine that like reads out things in a sort of text to speech voice constantly. Uh-huh. I don't know, just some, it's uh, as a sort of like novelty thing to like call when you're having a sleepover and you want to like scare your friends. I would, basically. I would love to like. To to build on your idea, I would love to uh, do a one eight hundred line. It would be like one eight hundred jest, and it just reads you the mm. entirety of Infinite Jest. Uh, 
but like yes. by like a computer <laughs> voice like in a really monotonous voice and there's there's like a lot of bits in mm-hmm. infinite jest that are like where he uses like really complicated words or like does like some stylistic trick that doesn't really work in an audio form i would i, I think it would be very where you I, get like i think that'd be extremely fun random yeah. bits out of infinite oh, yeah. jest oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Angel Mind Freak, and that is spelled F R E A Q U E at Two by Two Furious. Which character was the best example of gender? I mean, it's got a, it's definitely the, the like the head bully, the one who had that little yeah, hat the, on and the, like, the gay little yeah. tank top yeah. and the yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the genderiest, um, right? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Right for sure. Susie, Susie, yeah, definitely Susie's, up there. Susie's genders for people, but not <laughs> like you know, like that's yes. someone's gender, but like. <laughs> hold on like i mean it's like someone's someone that's someone's goal like that's their end goal basically Um, right i know i know at least i know like one or two people whose gender Uh, is that me as well um uh, what about like but marcus very much just what about uh ozzy osborne you know what yeah i mean (laughs) that's also that's also a gender that definitely registers it definitely registers on the richter scale for gender Mm mm-hmm I think Spike is the least gender one. Um, and last I one. agree. It's the hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spike is like a worse version of the two main of the two main characters. Like, okay, I just realized what this movie is, and I cannot believe I'm realizing this an hour and a half into this movie. This movie is Christine, <laughs> but for phones. This this is the comparison uh-huh. that I wanted to make way at the beginning. Where on one end it's Ghost in the Machine, and the other end is Christine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it could be. I could <laughs> anyway, honestly, it could also be like I could see like <laughs> this be one of the like uh Stephen King pen things like you know Maximum mm. Overdrive Sleepwalkers or like mm-hmm. when he did like those yeah those movies where he like wrote the screenplay mm-hmm. but 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 it was like in his most like cocked yes, a hundred percent absolutely although it has less vile shit than some of the Stephen so. okay. Shout out to Robert England for being less problematic, I guess. I watched I watched Nightmare on Elm Street like a couple of days ago, and it was a great mm. movie. But it, I couldn't help thinking about one that Will Smith song that is like Nightmare on My Street, which is somehow mm. real and not a demi parody. Yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. the other thing I couldn't help think is that uh, that that Kumail Nanjiani stand up bit about being in a movie th- uh, showing of uh, Freddy versus Jason and Freddy says the n-word and it's like that's what people <laughs> got more out like it, that's that's somehow more upsetting than all the killings he did like that's that's what finally got Freddy Krueger cancelled yeah 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 <laughs> Freddy cancelled no. um last question from P or last questions from PR at PR the disaster what's your tough smoking and gambling team oh nickname? my god well like what were so what so I mean we we had like Spike whose real name was Leonard. We had oh, Airhead. We had, uh, we had, uh, we had what was that? Yeah. What was this last one you just said, Blair? Oh, Airhead. No, there wasn't. No, I great. I misheard. Then there was. Oh, I mean, there was one other one. I don't remember. Let me check the cast list. There's oh yeah, there's Rags. Remember, yeah, because Rags, 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 Rags. Named after the uh, named after the sequel to uh, mm. on the Roof. Great. <laughs> sure. Um, I think, I think mine, like, mine, I, I, I feel like this, if I think about this too hard, it's just gonna devolve into the fucking dodgeball blaze, blaze, blazer type, like, naming. Blazer is great. So, I think, I think I am just gonna have to <laughs> go with we, blazer, we, yeah. I think we'll just, I think I should, st- like, sit on your shoulders and we should wear a trench coat together and we can both be blazer together. <laughs> yes, no? YN? 
I I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm fully in. The thing this rem- the, this reminds me of that like really distracts me from like answering this in earnest is I I've seen like a uh, one of the promo texts for the for the the, the new like Ghostbusters sequel mm-hmm. reboot. I've Same. seen the trailer yeah. like every time I've been to the cinema in the past few months. It looks so rancid, but like mm-hmm. it said in one of the write-ups mm-hmm. that like one of the kids is nicknamed Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> it's can't so get over funny. That. I'm Bro, you talk I so much. I, <laughs> You're like a podcast. I think, I think you can name a cat Podcast, and that's yeah. like that's a fun bit. For but sure, you ha- but you but you can't. You, if your nickname is podcast, like then I, it says a lot about the personality of both yourself and the people. If you I do like with. a Monster Factory bit where I make up a fucked up video game character on purpose and then name them podcast, like that's funny. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Further questions yes. from PR, or did you? Yeah, uh, if fear bidding was an old timey oh hotline, what would one call it for? Um, I, I we already answered the we already answered the one eight hundred line gimmick, so I'm gonna instead ask you what the what the phone number would be oh for fear bidding. Um, I guess like one eight hundred squirt or something like that, right? <laughs> like one eight hundred John Hurt uh, does not fit. We'll just have yeah. a really crazy long phone number at that. For- <laughs> I mean, they're they're like like Red Cross is Red Cross doesn't fit either, but that lasting that like trailing S is not a uh, important integral part of that phone. That's so funny. Make. I love having. Well, I mean that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't really apply anymore. That only applied like when you would like you know use a phone and you would press ten buttons of like the you know one eight hundred R E D C R O S and it already yeah, starts exactly. making the call. And then that ancillary button press just isn't right, right, doesn't right, matter. Right. Um, I love the idea of having an insanely long phone number, but like, yeah, that the rest, most of the numbers are just like non-entities, um, because it would be really great to have uh, 1-800-www.patreon.com forward slash, uh, fear baiting, um, (laughs) that just, and it just donates, uh, uh, like a dollar to us, basically. (laughs) I like that. That's mm. it. That's it. I'm calling it. Uh, so, uh, one more question from PR. What food would What food would you want to rain on you as a sign of divine intervention? You know that one gif of the girl who looks kind of like Lindsay Ellis might actually be it Lindsay, is Lindsay Ellis, Ellis getting yeah. hot dogs thrown on her face? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know that gif of Lindsay Ellis getting hot yes. dogs thrown on her face? Do you want that? Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be good. Hot dogs is the funniest. <laughs> hot dogs is pretty like, funny. Like, second to fish, hot dogs is definitely funniest. And hot dogs you can, like... I would be less gross. Like, the the fish thing is, like, that's, you know, you can, like, cook one of them and then you have, what do you do? I think if if I, I would want something that, that will collect, have it for long. I guess hot dogs don't last that much. If it's, like, some dried sausage type, yeah. you would. The 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 the, t- the inherently timed yeah. nature of hot yeah. dogs. For me, I mean, it probably would be something like, yeah, like, like frozen fake meat products. Mm. Um, um, just because I kind of like the the, the threat of uh, injury there. A a problem for me is also (laughs) that it's like in a, in like a stormy situation. So it's like, if it's like some dried cracker thing. That's so true. You you know, Giannis, it's so true. (laughs) We have to think pragmatically here. I mean, Mm. it's not that like... this is this is such a tricky situation here because it's like yeah I will take free food of course like I are you kidding me I'm unemployed right <laughs> so, right right, right. at the same time it's like well what's the one that actually works yeah what first? what kind of food would I be okay if it fell on the ground you uh-huh. know yeah um uh, microwavable burritos still in package. that's a good one 
<sighs> That's right. it for questions. Um, let's swing on to recommendations. What? 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 <laughs> Why did you just come? I don't know. For a Sometimes moment? I like to role play as different types of European. <laughs> Doing Euroface. <laughs> Sometimes my voice just does things. I have no control. <laughs> um, recommendations. Go I-, I can go first. No, if go ahead. You want? Yeah, no. So if you've got something lined up, you can hit that. Um, my recommendation is I'm only two episodes deep, but like that, that Squid Game show, it's pretty oh, yeah. fucking good. Like it's like I'm sorry to just like talk about the thing that's like the talk of everyone's tongues right now, but like it does really feel like in addition to it being just an excellent like it it just is so fucking. It's not like exceptionally dark. Like like yeah, there's a lot of people that die, but like I have seen more much more egregious like killing game death game mm-hmm. type shits. Um, but like it's it's something about it is just so heavy like the 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 representation of it as capitalism is very like very much on the nose but it just feels like such a pall mm. like there were there was a meme that i saw like a week or two after the show came out before i started watching that it that was just like i'm so glad i don't have to actually play the squid game just live in the society that mm. it's a metaphor for um and also but in addition to all of that it's reminding me of one of my favorite all-time animes which mm. is kaiji um, so actually, you know what? Fuck Squid Game. I'm recommending <laughs> okay, Kaiju <cool>. today. <laughs> you can, I mean, I'm still watching yeah, Squid Game, yeah, so it's yeah, good. Yeah. It's, 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 I, ge- I genuinely think yeah. it's excellent. Like, the, 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 all of, like, the actual death, I mean, I've only seen one of the actual death games so far in mm. two episodes, but, like, it's, okay, I, I kind of want to talk in depth about a thing that I really, really like about the second sure. episode. So, I guess second episode spoilers, but the, after the end of the first episode, with the red light, green light thing that everyone's seen of the, you know, the giant doll turning around and shooting everyone, that's in the sure. trailers and everything. At the end of that first, at the after the end, after that first episode ends, like it, and it, like it very much ends with like the last people getting across the finish line and surviving that race, or surviving the red light, green light game. But the next episode, they all vote and a majority of them vote to go home. So they're mm. all released. And the thing that happens over the next, over the course of the episode is all of them like being reminded, oh my God, my life is so fucking mm. bad out here. And they, we watch them, we watch all of them individually, because these characters don't know each other. We watch them all individually make the choice to return to the fucking murder death room game. And I think that's just so fucking good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will be like, I, yeah, I've had yeah. the same thing with the, it's, it's the, really good. The, I, the, I think it's great. I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I just also had this thing about this oh media of the week thing, uh, and also like the discourse around it became tiring and right. Uh, now is, uh, uh, now now is like really dumb point in time to get into Squid Game. I will probably end up watching it eventually, but I will watch Kaiju now to be a contrarian. Ah yes, um, Kaiju. Uh, it's also apparently the so the uh, the writer for Squid Game also said that it's directly inspired by Kaiju. So <laughs> let's go. Yeah, I I think I've recommended Kaiji on this podcast before, but I've I've like watching Squid Game has really got me thinking about rewatching mm-hmm. Kaiji. Like the I I just think it's great when I, I think that the the crowning moment the crowning achievement of Kaiji was making an episode that was just twenty three minutes of like three someone rolled three dice three times over the course of an episode and that was all that happened and I fucking mm-hmm. loved it. <laughs> it's a good show. Um, my recommendation is going to be uh something that's basically something i recommended not hey not this month last month um but it's different so i'm allowed uh favorite piece of media ever the story must be told is dropping a book this tuesday uh it's called story of the season uh uh, seasons of the story um and i feel confident recommending it because it's basically just a version of the podcast but if 
podcast listening to this, but it's like short story podcast listening is not your thing. And you like reading books. I just, I think like, this is my favorite thing ever. Everyone just engage with this in every capacity. Um, so, uh, keep your eyes open. Tuesday, 26th of October, uh, seasons of the story. I will not be shutting up about it. Drops. Uh, and everyone buy it and everyone spend <laughs> your money and everyone read it. Thank you. It's a great time with it. <laughs> Uh, Janos, uh, what is your yeah, I've been really for for the past like five minutes just like looking around, going into myself what uh-huh. to recommend. But I think mm. I think I'm gonna go with like something that I've actually seen like a month ago. But Americans mm. will only get around to seeing it now. So I'm talking about Dune. Um, I thought it was really mm. good. I, I watched mm-hmm. it when it came out earlier in Germany, and it's if you, you know, if you get to if you have the opportunity and it's like not not a huge like health risk uh, to actually go into a cinema and see it there i highly recommend it like not only the visuals but like mm. the sound design is amazing there's this there's this thing mm-hmm. where like the uh, where like paul uses the voice uh, that like the voice you know from dune and mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's done like really well like you can really feel it like <laughs> it really makes you shake um and mm-hmm. You know, it's if you if you like Dune even remotely, um, like if you have some fondness for the book, uh, definitely see it because I think it's a great adaptation. Um, and if you don't know anything about Dune, you might still enjoy it because it's genuinely like really breathtaking filmmaking. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 it's it's definitely it's on my list. You know, like I was like, man, you know, I think I might have to watch the Dune movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was I went through a whole yeah, cycle because yeah. like when it was originally announced I was like oh my I really want this because that was also like when I the book uh, and I was like yeah Danny Villeneuve he's a very capable he's a capable uh, I watched the arri- arrival mm. like yeah definitely want this guy to win and then the whole like it's gone through so many cycles and I like kind of lost faith in it and the trailers were like fine but it was like oh I'm not sure I like this aesthetic and then actually in the movie like everything that you might have like had doubts from the weren't really an issue in the movie i think the the aesthetic being like more toned down and like than the david lynch movie kind of works really well like it's really it feels like a deliberately chosen aesthetic that works with the themes of the story so it was also just like you know because i said like when i when i when it first got announced i was like really excited and when i sat in the cinema i like in the in the first couple of minutes like just from the exposition dialogue uh, i was like just like really feeling that thing that i had when i first read mm-hmm, Dune, so mm-hmm. well uh janos it was great to have you on this week um yeah thank, thank you, you for so bringing this movie on. uh with you <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely would not yeah, have known this yeah. existed. Um, do you have anything you would like to plug? Of course I do. I have a bunch of podcasts. Um, I have a podcast about the Discworld books by Terry Pratchett called Who Watches the Watch. Uh, I have a mm-hmm. new podcast that Sarah has been on, on the most recent, I think. It's ten, 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 ten. It's, it's about the Tintin comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I a lot of fun. Uh and then there's all my other podcasts such as the song of babies and puppies about the song of ice and fire books linchpin about david lynch movies and twin peaks mm-hmm. we have an episode on dune if you want to listen to that um uh, immortal incantations which is uh, Heartspell is just about to wrap up on the free feed but if you go to the patreon first episode of dark spell is already yeah those are those are all yeah. the things i have going on uh, also, uh, if you want, that's up right to on. you. 
Blair, where can where can, where can the people from where can the people oh, of online just find you? Find me at Blair Kitch on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I say things and I post them sometimes. Get it, <laughs> Sarah. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter at SunHatGenia. You can find the podcast at FearBaiting on Twitter or fear, Patreon.com slash FearBaiting as we, or go or <laughs> dial 1-800-FearBaiting.com slash Patreon. Patreon.com slash whatever mm-hmm. the fuck. What, that entire sentence, if you dial that into your phone, we yes, will get yes, $2. Yes. Um, uh, one buck a month tip jar. Occasionally episodes get up early. You'll get them first if they do. Five bucks a month, uh, name run of the show and a message sent in. Ten bucks a month, all that, plus a movie. You can have us, you can make us watch a movie. Thank you to Luna Wolf, Paul Moran, and Paul Bechtel. Thank you so much to Matt Gamecube and the Noisepace.xyz network under which we are so thankfully hosted. Um, shouts out to the Good Episodes Production Network, our, what, which I consider to be our sister networks in, in a way. Um, loved to be yeah. on Tin 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 Tin. Um, you can listen to all my other podcasts that I shout out here normally, but I've also recently, I was also recently on a fucking barn burner episode of, of Nana Roy's Nightmare and Era. We read the entirety of Blood Whistle, Hear It's Cry, which is really of an, an incredible creepypasta. Um, but I believe that's mm. everything. So until next time, I'm Sarah. I am Blair. I'm Yanosh. Mm. And remember, you can put the fucked up guy <laughs> anywhere. Mm-hmm. Good night, everyone. Peace out. <laughs>